told my trip. Yeah, y'all gon' fuck with each other. Everybody get fucking right. Jump, 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 Hey now, everybody out there doing the day, this is your boy Coach Lee. Got a new show kicking off today, OTBTS, I believe. Oh, there's some BS. And today I'm joined by my main man right here, Mr. Xavier. Go on and um, introduce yourself to everybody, man. Hey, everybody. I am Xavier, and I am happy to be on OTSB. And for you who do not know what that means, oh, that is some bullshit. <laughs> so... Reason why this show is named such a thing is how many times in life have you gone through something, something happened to you, or have you witnessed something, and the first thing out of your mouth, and you have no other way to describe it? Oh, that's some bullshit. And there you have it. Just like that. So we're gonna do a follow-up story to start it off, man. I know a couple of weeks ago, well, I think it was last week, maybe we actually talked about this whole Earl Thomas story, man. Right when you thought that it was gonna go away. It comes right back with more ammunition. So we're going to do a little bit of follow-up on this Earl Thomas story. But before we do that, we want to talk, you know, go back to this, this little um, story he had where he came on. He was crying and whatnot and wanting privacy. So we're going to revisit that first. But let's go on and do that. So my agent just hit me and said that I'm going to be on uh, TMZ tomorrow from an altercation that happened with me and uh, Nina. So uh, just want to get a heads, heads, just want to get ahead of it. And uh, I mean, it's really not anybody's business. Um, it's pissing me off that it got out, but it, it's the world we live in today. Uh, but instead of 
talking about us. Just keep us in y'all prayers. And uh, stuff like this happens, bro. You know, I, we try to live the best lives we possibly can, but sometimes it don't go as planned. Uh, just pray for us, you know, as we go through this stuff. Um, uh, we're back talking. Uh, you know, I'm seeing my kids. So just keep us in your prayers. So as we can see right there, you know, he come on, he asked about the privacy and whatnot, and uh, they saying things happen in, in uh, whatever the case may be. So what's your perspective on it, X? So this is my thing. How do you want privacy when you have an audience in the start <laughs> of your thing? So you have audience, you have your brother, you have two other women, and you have social media, but you asking for privacy. Now asking for it. This is the crazy part about it. In his little statement, which is just tickles me to death every time I, I hear it, is he not only is asking for privacy, but He's saying these things happen and how he is pissed off that it got out. Not that he did what he did. <laughs> he pissed off. <laughs> so that I don't understand that, man. OTSBS. That's just, I mean, <laughs> come on, man. Come on. I mean, people gonna do what they do. I, I understand right. that. Right. You, you're a grown man, you can do what you want to do. You make money, you can do what you want to do. However, <laughs> Anything that you do, there's always a consequence. There's always. a good consequence or a bad consequence. So consequences are coming up. Now, when the consequences come, hey, you got a man up. He's not manning up right now. That all. That all. He, like, he definitely turned the tail and run. So as I was looking at this story a little bit more today, something else came up. A couple of close calls, but a little bit of a twist to it. Now... Uh, Obviously, you know, um, the wife is distressed. You know, she, you know, she find out that her husband's doing what he shouldn't be doing, and he, he's creeping and stepping out on her and whatnot. But the part that I did know about the story, so supposedly they saying that they woke up around about about 12.45, 1 in the morning on the 13th of April. And then Errol said he was woken up, and it was his wife and two other women. They came into the bedroom. Now, the story where it trips me out is one of the other women was the brother who he was butt naked with, his ex-wife. When I heard that, I was like, <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> so, so not only, so there's a brother, two women, and three additional women who are now all in the same room. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They uh, came in. It was, um, you know, an ex-wife and another woman, and the current Earl's wife themselves. But the part where they got kind of scary, where I probably it probably would definitely be some shit moments for somebody because I'd have lost it. Was she came into the bedroom and she pointed the pistol about a foot from his face. Yeah, yeah. Now they started grappling with, it and he was able to get the gun from her. But here's a key note about that whole situation. While she removed the clip out of it, she still had her finger on the trigger and the safety disengaged and it was one in the chamber. Yep, yep, yep. Now, um, yeah. <laughs> consequences. 
That's all I can say on that one. It's consequences. It, you, you can't be mad at her. That's gonna be that's gonna be a woman's reaction. Now, she walk in not on a woman, but that whole situation. So the fact that she didn't pull the trigger actually showed some restraint. In fact, the fact that she took the time to take the clip out showed that she showed a whole lot of restraint. So a lot of restraint, man. But you know what? I take that back. Let me tell you. I, you know what? I take that last portion back. The fact that she took the clip out means she had no intention on leaving that man regardless of the situation. Because most women, when they walk up and hear something's going on, they on fire. And they ain't thinking about no bank accounts, what's going to happen next, what's going to happen with the kids. All they want is somebody like. So the fact that she took the time to take the clip out, which means she has no 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 weapon awareness <laughs> whatsoever. To, to check the chamber. <laughs> so she had no intention on doing that man horn. She just wanted to scare him and talk crazy or show out for girls or whatever the situation was. But, you know, from what I heard, I heard after she got out of jail, she bought the man a nice watch and they doing fine. Now, that part I'm curious about because it also states that there's a restraining order filed <laughs> where she can't be within 200 yards of him or the mistress. So I don't know if they rescinded that since then. I didn't see any notation or anything on that, or they just, you know, bypassing it. They working through some things. But he did say, though, he's able to see the kids. So he's been sleeping on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> but how does that work? She get a restraining order, but he can still see the kids. Normally, when somebody gets a restraining order, they don't even have position of the kids anymore. So true that. I, I think... I'm gonna say the same thing my my great grandmother used to say. There's a lie up the creek, but in the boat gonna get there sooner or later. It's <laughs> 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 some more to that, but she she but like I said, the fact that she took the time to take the clip out before she she went in there, and then they did their whole little wrestling around thing. Now she did not know that there was one in the chamber. And I'm sure by her whole situation <laughs> that uh, that she she didn't know. Probably scared her to death when she found out. Because now it's you know it's attempted murder. Yeah, the gun. Serious charges right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so Ivan said that she was trying to kill him. Like you said, I don't know if she wanted to kill him, but she definitely, definitely could have if that had went the wrong way and it would have oh, been yeah. accidental yeah uh, now nah, gun to the head ain't accidental but but one thing, one, one thing people do know she, that she can't get off with passion of crime that is true she passion of crime can get people off in that situation however passion of crime goes out the door when you take the magazine out because that means you had time to think that's true. Premeditated at that point. Premeditated at that point. If now she stormed in there and emptied the whole gun, the whole magazine, and threw the gun at him, passion of crime. Right. You take right. the magazine out and then you pull the trigger. Yeah, that that's that's murder all day long. She she <laughs> she can hang it up. So they ain't they ain't trying to hear about taking the clip or not them. When it come to that DA, he trying to throw the book at him. He trying to make a name for himself. He trying to make yeah. it. He trying to make a big name. Yeah. Well, now that's the part that blows my mind, though. Besides the gun part, 
Mm-hmm. But he and his brother are so comfortable with one another <laughs> that yeah. they both naked in the bed with two other women. <laughs> you know, do we got to live? There's a movie that used to disturb people, and I've tried to watch it. It's funny, but it's disturbing. Called Deliverance, and that sounds like some Deliverance type stuff right there. Uh, not the Deliverance, man. <laughs> Come on, man. two grown naked men in the same bed. Kinfolk. That's Kinfolk. Kinfolk. Yeah, yeah. That's it that takes it over that bridge. Yeah, I understand people do that little freaky deaky stuff, but that's Kinfolk. That's that's just too much. And to, oh, one more thing. i I almost forgot this. You're going through an ordeal, little family situation. You want to keep some privacy going, and you, you're crying on thing. You're sounding like a a, a a a brother version of Jimmy Swagger. For those who don't know what it is, look at that. I I I've seen speech, but um, why are you on YouTube with your shirt off, man? Like you ain't helping your case. <laughs> You're not helping your case, man. I'm trying to be serious, but they got me cracking up on these comments, man. <laughs> Agents saying they they're telling each other good job. <laughs> <laughs> But this one right here, I think this might be a little bit big at us, though. That's that East Texas stuff. I don't know about that, man. It's more like some, some uh, Alabama, Arkansas, backwoods type stuff. I don't know about no East Texas. East Texas. Oh, okay. Somebody, somebody throwing stones. Just to, hey, we don't do that. Just, nah. We, <laughs> we so stingy in East Texas. They, in the projects, they kill somebody over eating the last hot dog, Frank. That's how it goes down there. So, But, nah. East these people. Oh, <laughs> a little bit so, of both, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have no. But one thing I can say for you, Cowboys folks, if he if he's coming to your boys, we know he is a team player. You know what? You're going on with that, man. Man, I, I don't be pumping him up, man. <laughs> Hey, that wasn't scripted. That's so tough. <laughs> Go to work or something. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, man. Now, yeah. Let's go now. Got a couple of more things we want to get to while y'all racking on my cowboy. It's all gravy. Come, come with the territory. But this weekend, it's a little bit of excitement going on out there, man. I'm like, it almost felt like the old days. We're just yeah, people constantly getting arrested. So what's going on out there, X? These jokers are breaking records. They go in the jail like a high case. They on sale. Uh, <laughs> we, we got we got a wide receiver, Cody Latimer. Shots fired. Bang bang. <laughs> now before we go any further than going to this thing, I'm trying to understand. I am. This thing is losing my. I'm. I'm having hard. If you're making millions of dollars playing the sports, why? Why? What do you have to be good about? What's What's your gangsterism for? Like, it, you got nothing to prove at that point. I mean, the only thing you need to prove to yourself is to make sure you stay on the squad to get that paycheck every year. Exactly. The only person I've seen that was needed to have a gun when he was playing the sport. Is Billy Blanks and the last Boy Scout when he had to make that touchdown? He was busting caps and folks while he was running down, <laughs> running down the field. Only one. That's the only one I give a pass. <laughs> Billy Blanks. 
Billy Blanks get a pass on that because he had to make that touchdown to keep his career going. But uh, yeah, shots fired, second degree felony. I ain't got no word for him. Well, that was a little bit of uh, uh, no, a little bit of some noise out there, you know, from his attorney. Who he, he put out a statement where he actually said that um <laughs> that there was some backstory to this situation that constitutes one of the most highly provocative situations you can imagine. Please withhold judgment until all facts of what took place that night are known. So that's from his attorney. Mm-hmm. So, so when I first read that, I was like, did he go somewhere and he was trying to get like a little massage thing going and it didn't work out? Or what was going on there? So let me narrate what that means. Repeat what the attorney said. He says that back the backstory to the situation that constitutes one of the most highly provocative situations you can imagine. Please withhold judgment until all the facts of what took place that night are known. So in layman's terms, it means please give us a moment while we congregate this lie. Let's go on to the- <laughs> hey, you fired shots. Now, hey, Hey, it's nothing else. Once, once you can pull the trigger, it's, it's a wrap after that. Unless he can find a dead possum or something that he can pull up and say, hey, this, and the slug is in the possum. It scared me. I shot the possum or the raccoon deer. I was hungry. I shot a deer. Whatever the case is. But uh, nah, I think uh, I, I think he can hang that one up. So they said that um, he was booked on felony charges of assault in the second degree. Mm-hmm. menacing and illegal discharge of a firearm, you know, like you said earlier. Yeah. Now, a little bit later after that, it's another report came out that he got into an argument during the game and he was kicked out. He came back 30 minutes later. He pulled out a gun from underneath his square shirt and threatened two people saying they had to that he had saved two bullets for them and that he was going to kill everybody. <laughs> so... So not only do you have the discharge of weapon, now you have terroristic threat. <laughs> thrown in there. Now, I want to ask y'all, I don't know how to play spades. Is spades really that serious? Is that the game they was playing? Were they rolling dice, throwing bones? What, what, what was the game? Man, spades is a very serious game in certain households. <laughs> I've seen families almost destroyed behind a game of spades. <laughs> Don't you dare cut and you, you weren't able to cut or you are you on the book. You will come to blows, man. Yeah, well, for those who don't know Cody well, they, they know now. Cody will bust caps over a spades game and kill everybody in the room, apparently. I don't know how it went so wrong for him, but uh, yeah, that, that that's not a good look, Cody. Uh, but he did get released, and he's on a twenty. He's out on a twenty-five thousand dollar bond. So you know, long weekend for Cody. So uh-huh. we ain't done. We ain't done. Not even close. Got a couple of more. Let's talk about these two knuckleheads: the Giants, the Andre Baker, and the Seattle Seahawks, Quinn Dunbar. Now these, I don't know what they was watching. Maybe they're watching Bad Boys or. <laughs> they watching Scarface. I don't know what they was on. Scarface. It, it sounded like somebody <laughs> still idolizing Tony Montana. Room is they about to remake it. 
<laughs> now, as far as there's a little bit different. So let me see. I got you. Semi-automatic. A-Rod was running around robbing people at gunpoint. Stole over $11,000 worth of cash and over $60,000 worth of personal items from those people at gunpoint. Yeah. So 60K from them. So that was, it sounded like it was like a, almost like a high roller type of event. Yeah, they, they said watches and whatnot. So where, wherever they went and robbed these people and took cash, probably some illegal gambling thing or whatever. I, who knows? what it, It's more to that story, I'm sure. Now, depending depending on the people who were in the room, uh, you know what? If they got arrested for it, that means somebody had to tell. So they in trouble. Oh, yeah, they definitely in trouble. They, now, the one side note that I did see is Baker's attorney came out trying to proclaim his client's innocence. He's trying because he's also faces uh, four four charges of aggravated assault in addition to the same charge that Dunbar had. But reports have indicated that he lost about seventy thousand dollars earlier in the week. In oh. that it isn't true, but the, the but his uh, his lawyer is trying to say that it's not true. But I think it is. That's probably why they was angry like they were. They probably probably lost six figures in that place. Yeah, and they were trying to recoup it. So seventy thousand and that sixty coming, they knocking on the door. They, well, actually, with the cash, there you go. Man, it's yeah. Again, that, I don't know what these young men are thinking about, man. What what are these games that they play? They playing some serious games. What what? It, it, I I don't want to learn the spades. The spades gonna make me do that. I don't want to learn how to play. Spades. <laughs> right there, I'm gonna put it right there because you know I nah. Nah, these these folks is killing possums in the street and and and, and robbing folks with semi-automatics and it, all the above, man. These people losing their mind out there. These guys need to get back to work. And we only halfway through this story, but we know we've seen this story play out before. Once they started coming, it seemed like it seemed like they in competition with one another, so to speak. They see the homeboy get picked up. Anyway, I, I got to go catch me a, a, a charge, too. Yeah. Well, there's always that instigator, too, remember? That one, hey, man, you think you hard. I thought you was hard, man. You didn't, Why you didn't? You, you only got $11,000, man. My, my boy over there, he got sixty. Everybody knows that guy. Oh, I can see that. <laughs> That's Everybody. those two fools. Yeah. So let's talk about we're gonna switch this up a little bit. So when we're getting ready for the show, you brought up another another guy, which I wish I'd have researched a little bit more, but the but the story is astounding. I don't know how what was on his mind, but I'm definitely gonna let you take the lead on this one. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, your Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh Brashad Breeland, who actually had the interception in the game, you know, played a good game, was balling, signed a new contract uh, worth $4.5 million. 
was recently arrested for resisting arrest. Cops kept trying to take him under arrest. He kept fighting the cops, wouldn't show him his hands. Uh, they were going to tase him. They were going to shoot him. He finally let them arrest him. So <laughs> cops searched his vehicle, found a, what they said was a very large blunt along with 3.2 grams of weed. Now, <laughs> that's not the worst part. The police asked him, do they have permission to check his phone? And he said yes. Why you let this up? He, he gave them permission to look in his phone. They need a warrant to look in his phone, his, the warrant or permission. He gave them permission to look in his phone where they found multiple text messages <laughs> to multiple drug dealers that he was trying to make additional purchases. <laughs> you can't make this up, man. <laughs> he himself said he is not a drug dealer. He's just an avid user of weed, but he didn't access all his drug dealers. <laughs> all this is admissible in court, by the way. Is a legal arrest. We oh, I forgot. He also had a weapon on him too. Mm. Legal firearm. Yeah, legal firearm. It's a deal breaker, there, man. Yeah, a legal firearm. We, which can never be in the same place at the same time, and access to all his drug dealers. Yeah. Um. Can you say his Super Bowl ring is gonna be up for sale so he can pay for his his legal fees? Super Bowl, he might have to go and win his protection. <laughs> he don't. He he, he can be he can be termed as a snitch now, man. <laughs> How old is dude? I think he was 24, 24. I think he's twenty four. He, he not ready for that life. Not, he, nah. Nah, I, I I had to read the story multiple times because I couldn't believe when I read the part and he said he gave them permission to look in his phone now. We all know some things happen regarding law enforcement, how some stuff gets messed up. So maybe it's not true. Maybe he didn't get him permission and they, they lying on the man. It's a possibility. However, judging by the statements and the way the things look, I, it's not looking too good for Mr. Braylon. Another one bites the dust. Another one. Now, this last one is in your neck of the woods. <laughs> your neck of the woods. We got a little bit of video, a little video tree for this one. This one is from Mr. Ed Oliver of the Buffalo Bills, played at the U University of Houston. So, chicken <laughs> six nine. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, good morning. Ed Oliver, we're told, bonded out of jail this morning. He was charged with DWI and unlawful carrying of a weapon. The Montgomery County Sheriff's Office says another driver called 911 saying a Ford Super Duty pulling a dune buggy was driving dangerously through a construction zone. They found the truck near the intersection of 242 and Old Houston Road that they say was driven by Bill's defensive tackle, who had an open beer between his legs and seemed nervous. A DWI certified deputy conducted a field sobriety test and determined that Oliver was impaired and possibly by something other than alcohol. 
He was arrested around 1.15 this morning by Montgomery County Precinct 4. Deputies say they found a pistol when they searched the former U of H standouts car, hence the unlawful carrying charge. He was taken. Now, Mr. Ed Oliver. Rolling erratically through traffic <laughs> with the trailer on the back of his super duty pickup truck. That was a nice truck. A very nice truck with an open container in his lap. <laughs> no. And speculation that he may be under the influence of other items. <laughs> I would like to say first. That uh, I think those charges are false. I think that man <laughs> innocent. He everything that he did. And let me tell you the reason why. My neck of the woods. Highway 242 is a farm road. Pitch black. Can't see nothing. You need a gun if you go back there because you get a flat tire. It's going to be critters out there that's going to come to get you. So he need, you need to carry a weapon. And if you have to walk, you, need, you, you may be thirsty. You may need something to drink. Now... <laughs> He was in. Did you see how tall that truck was? Yeah. None of those officers were even close to his height. This watch where I'm going. How can they see him with a beard between his legs? You telling me he, a professional football player, doesn't have the situational awareness to drop the beard down or let it fall on the floor? But they looked and saw it sitting <laughs> between his legs. See, I'm on his side on this one. I'm I, I'm just I, everybody else that messed up. I'm throwing them out to the wolves. But this one, I'm I'm sticking by him. Not only because Texan, but it, it it just don't sound right. I'm I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Now for them to say that he was using something else besides alcohol, I'm gonna have to say, oh, that's some bullshit. How would you know he using something else? He just alcohol does something different to everybody. I know somebody. Not gonna mention no names, but they were drinking and was laying on the floor and hold up two fingers to let everybody know they lit. I mean, everybody can't handle sake, but that's just how it rolls sometimes. <laughs> man, you gonna get beat up, man. <laughs> you first. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, man. These guys, yeah, we all stuck at home right now. But I'm pretty sure most of these guys got elaborate cribs, any electronic you can ever want. Get stuff delivered to you, whatever the case may be. I've always been of a mindset, if you go on party, party at home. Or parties where you ain't got to get behind a wheel. Party where you ain't got to carry your pistol because you're losing seventy thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, and make sure if you party, you tell your spouse the truth <laughs> to make sure you don't wake up with some iron to your head. <laughs> all yeah. this stuff was totally avoidable, but at the end of the day, it's all some straight up bullshit. <laughs> say that again. You can say that again. I, I couldn't say that any better myself. This. I, in all serious though, I hope it works out for all of them. The you know the 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 tag team couple, um, the the 
the Bonnie and Clyde, whichever one of them is going to be Bonnie. And, you know, I, I hope it worked out for them. The, 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 the confessor. Yeah. Yeah. The confessor, you know, he, he, he was trying to cooperate with the police a little bit too much. Um, just, just, uh, I'm not an attorney or anything for anyone that gets in trouble with the law. Um, there's a thing you can do that helps a lot when you're dealing with the police. <clears throat> it's called shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Two words. That's all you got to remember. Shut up. They ask you your name, whatever. Ask for an attorney. Shut up. Don't say nothing else. Just thought I'd throw that out there. At the end of the day. Yeah. But man, I don't know about you, dog. I had a lot of fun talking about these knuckleheads. Can't wait to next week. Stories that we decided to come up with. Yeah, I meant to mention one other thing. Our buddy that got pulled over. Now, in Houston, it was all kind of chaos going on Saturday. That's bad luck right there. Wrong place at the wrong time. Wrong place, wrong time. So, well, it's it's early in the week. I'm sure there'll be more. What shout out you got out there for Mr. X? Uh, let's see. I want to shout out to uh, you and thank y'all guys for for welcoming me to the uh, to the sports team. Uh, I, I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. It's uh, a lot of laughter going on. Um, I'm even I'm learning some stuff uh, about sports and, 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 and about myself. So um, I, I I really appreciate y'all welcoming me to the team. Go Bears. Um, hey, you, you see, you see, he's wearing a Cowboys hat, and if I recall, um, what was the score? Hey, we ain't asked you all. <laughs> Anyways, on that note, <laughs> now, nah, but we enjoyed it all today. We appreciate y'all chiming in with us, and um, as we go, these are gonna get better and better. Interactive, we love it. We feed off of it. Always remember, we are powered by the fans. So we see y'all next week. Remember, O-T-S-B-S. Oh, that's some bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. Y'all do the same, man.